Andre Segovia Show. Hey everyone, it's Andres and welcome to the Andres Segovia Show. I am your host, The Honest Broker. I just don't know for how much longer I'll be able to call myself a broker. And it's due to the fact there's been some interesting things that have happened uh, in uh, my associations that I have uh, butted heads with them for and uh, most notably uh, this past California statewide election ballot I was really on the opposite end of where my association my local chapter and statewide chapter um, uh, stood upon and that I feel was a, a great disservice to the community that we're supposed to serve but that's not uh, that's not entirely it though um, last night uh, for those that are in the what I call the inner circle in some social medias uh, there's some more personal private things that only a select a few can read I I made mention very late night that uh, I, I saw a notification from my association um, my state association that uh, there is a new update to the code of ethics and professional standards policies uh, at the nationwide level so uh, I normally like I'll just check it later, but because I I quickly saw uh, two gotcha words and like oh that better not be what I think it is. So yeah, I stayed up late reading twelve pages of legal jargon, and I said you know it's I, I worked out for an hour. It's very late, and I had woken up earlier that morning to work out too. So I did two workouts. So I was very exhausted after a lo- very long day. So maybe I was misreading it. Uh, no, I woke up in the morning, reread the twelve pages, and found out that I was right. The Code of Ethics and Professional Standards Policy is approved by the National Association of Re- uh, Board of Directors November th- 13, 2020, are expanded to include hate speech, uh, to discriminatory speech and conduct. Now, naturally, that would be, like, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. But this merits a dive into what this all is But before I get into any of that. So I mentioned I'm a real estate broker. For those of you that have been tuning into the program for a long time, thank you very much. And for those of you that know me very well, know me as someone that's politically outspoken. Um, I just know how to draw the line between uh, sharing an opinion and stating what's fact. So this uh, past election cycle, I've had to debunk a lot of the misunderstandings and um, economic policies that were being proposed to do here in the state of California that would adversely affect real estate. So I took a stand against um, said positions that I felt would be detrimental to the community that I serve. And uh, some people that don't agree will misconstrue that as being politically opinionated as opposed to being at the, uh, as someone that has the best interest of the community at heart. And that's the problem with divisive politics, that uh, when someone harbors a, uh, a position and would not listen to another position, um, they'll stick in. They'll stay in their own echo chambers and believe what they want to believe, and never actually have civil discourse with somebody else that has a different perspective on things. The thing is, that leads to misjudging others, and I haven't liked that. And I, I've been in politics for about half of my life. It's annoying. I don't like it, but it's a dirty business that I got to do. This is from the frequently asked questions from the California Association of Realtors, which states the code of ethics now prohibits hate speech by realtors. What you need to know. So. Uh, the board met. So this is what they voted to uh, to add 
to the um, code of ethics. Realtors must not use harassing speech, hate speech, epithets, or slurs based on race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national, uh, national original, uh, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Here's where it gets uh, muddled. I don't have issue with any that what you're saying, but here's where it gets muddled. Revise the professional standards policy statement to expand the applicability of code of ethics to all of a realtor's activities, not just real estate related activities and transactions involving realtors all of our activities even the non-professional all of your activities revise the definition of public trust violation to include all forms of discrimination and fraud pursuant to nar policy public trust violations must be reported by the local association to the real estate licensing authority in the state and or other relevant governmental agencies so here's the number one question. It is true that it applies to everything that I do. That seems overly expansive. And this is how they try to justify it. The lawyers are trying to justify it this way, the Association of Realtors. The new standards of practice 10.5 to the Code of Ethics require NAR to change its policy to expand Code of Ethics enforcement to cover all of a realtor's activities. However, to be disciplined, a realtor must still have, have done something to violate a specified duty in the Code of Ethics, either in the Articles of Code of Ethics or one of the standards of practices. The vast majority of Code of Ethics duties are only applicable to the real estate business and real estate transactions. Thus, the Code of Ethics still does not reach into every aspect of the realtor's personal life. Really? What aspects are you talking about getting involved in? Why does NAR want to regulate activities outside the real estate business and or real estate transaction? The next question and the fact that they're answering it basically admits that they are getting into every aspect of a realtor's personal life. A realtor's speech and conduct reflect on the realtor organization. Realtor, not realtor. If you're saying realtor, you've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. Do you see an A between the L and the T? No. Realtor organization as well as the entire industry, whether it's publicly on a business social media profile or privately on a personal one. When a realtor pledges to abide by the code of ethics, the highest principles and ethics of realtors must be followed in all of their activities and cannot be abandoned in a profession dedicated to protecting the best interests of consumers. Put simply, when one realtor engages in discriminatory speech and conduct, those actions demonstrate to consumers that they represent the actions of realtors collectively. The realtor brand is built on ethics and integrity. Discriminatory speech depletes the strength of that brand. Um, this is a little background to tell you what are the standards of practice that we all uphold or meant to uphold when we're working, okay? And no issue with it because that's how it should be. We said we're gonna service the public, so we should be servicing that public. And here's what we already are to do according to the standards of practice 10.5, which is article 10 in the, in the guidelines of the National Association of Realtors. Realtors shall not deny equal professional services to any person of for reasons of race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Realtors shall not be parties to any plan or agreement to discriminate against a person or persons on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Realtors in their real estate employment practices shall not discriminate against any person or persons on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, sexual orientation, or gender identity. There it is. Now that you want to throw hate speech in there. I have an issue with that expression. I understand what they're getting at, but I have an issue with that expression that I'll save for later. Let's continue with their response to this question. 
which deals with discrimination, this section. <clears throat> the standard of practice 10.5 directly flows on the requirement to not deny equal professional services to or to be parties to a plan to discriminate. Of course, specifically, discouraging a particular protected class may indicate members of the class will not be treated equally by the realtor. In addition, bias against protected classes revealed through the public posting a hate speech could signal that realtors would not take clients from certain protected classes or not treat them equally in the provision of their services, which would lead to violations of the Fair Housing Act due to discrimination or dis- uh, desperate impact or disparate impact. The Associated Realtors, both the National Associated Realtors and the California Associated Realtors and the local associations, in my case, the Pacific West Associated Realtors, they all defend themselves as someone that's not infringing on any First Amendment right to free speech because they are private entities, not government entities. And they, they are imposing this ethical duty as a condition of membership. Really? Let's go to this other section. I think it's on page six. This is the appendix of, uh, what is it? Uh, inter- uh, interpretation of Standard of Practice 10.5 and Statement of Professional Standards Policy 29. Where do we point to as who defines what? And for those of you watching on my website, www.theandressagovin.com, on the show notes in this episode, if you scroll below this additional content of giving you examples of situations where things are being misconstrued in debate or in conversation, how quickly and easily things can be taken out of context. So who is going to be the one enforcing this is the current concern. Okay, because this is another thing that they mentioned on page towards the end of page five of six on. Well, this is the printed version of the California Association of Realtors Frequently Asked Questions. Uh, they point to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary to define hate speech and epithets and slurs. I'm sorry, legal team at California Association of Realtors. I'm taking you on here. You say in similar fashion, Miriam Webster's dictionary defines hate speech. You're using that dictionary as a source of authority to explain what hate speech and epithets and slurs are? Do you know what happened in mid-October? The definition of preference, according to Merriam-Webster's that you mentioned, uh, is the act of preferring, the state of preferred, the power of opportunity of choosing, one that is preferred, the act, fact, or principle of giving advantages to some over others, priority in the right to demand, receive satisfaction of an obligation. Pretty straightforward, right? Look at number five. Offensive. See usage paragraph below. Usage of preference, the term preference as used to refer to sexual orientation, is widely considered offensive in its implied suggestion that a person can choose who they are sexually or romantically attracted to. Did you know that didn't exist on this uh, dictionary earlier in October? It only happened because of an exchange when the Senate hearing confirmation hearing of Amy Coney Barrett and Senator Hirono from Hawaii was grilling her because the boy that's her job Amy Coney Barrett during a confirmation hearing and Amy Coney Barrett's sexual preference and Hirono said that's offensive widely considered offensive before that I don't know who was mentioning offensive heck I might even be docked because I'm mentioning this but the point is that this is what I'm talking about Merriam-Webster updates it because someone said it's offensive. 
So if an authority can be bent to a will of a perspective or persuasion, what is to say that this cannot be weaponized against an individual? Look, like I said, if someone's acting in a professional profession, that's fair game. But now the Association of Realtors, let's go to the National Association of Realtors. This is their actual documents. Applicability of the Code of Conduct and they crossed out to non-real estate related activities because they originally said, while realtors are encouraged to follow the principles of the Code of Ethics in all their activities, a realtor shall be subject to disciplinary action under the Code of Ethics only with respect to real estate related activities and transactions involving the realtors. Notice they struck all that out and underlined the new words. So now it reads like this, a realtor shall be, shall be subject to disciplinary action under the Code of Ethics with respect to all their activities. So they're saying outside of it. So if someone doesn't have an online presence of sorts, I'm sure they don't have a concern. But as someone that does have an online presence and as someone that has been the target of trolls, as someone that has been a target because of my political persuasions, as someone that has been a target of big tech censorship from Facebook slash Instagram slash WhatsApp because they own all of it to YouTube, which is owned by Google, which is owned by Alphabet to even Twitter. I have been targeted by all of them simply for harboring a different political persuasion than those on the board of fact-checking and their supposedly uh, community guidelines. All because I do not agree with them politically. That is the bottom line of all this. The conservative bias that's out there, this thing can be weaponized. You know how many agents there are before COVID? Just in Orange County alone, what was it like? 20 to 30,000 agents in Orange County, California alone. You don't think that someone's going to find a way to weaponize it to take out the competition? Oh, but the claimant has the burden of proof. But who's going to judge the proof? Especially in a blue state like California. Yes, I have a concern about this. Because as someone that has an online presence, even with issues with MailChimp, the, the issues with MailChimp that's going on right now, or even PayPal on how they treated those that they don't, they don't agree with. This is beyond the social media realms or, um, or entertainment things like YouTube. We're talking about almost every single aspect of what someone engages in. And now the so-called place of work is no longer just a place of work. It applies to all of you that they're going to be watching you like a hawk. And all you got to do is step out of line and, so, and all someone's got to do is say, well, I don't agree with what you did. Uh, you're violating hate speech violations. I've, I've seen this kind of stuff at play in politics. But here's an example of what I mean. A friend of mine works for, I'm not going to say which public school district, but uh, she changed her name a lot over the, over the year on Facebook. And when I asked her, hey, what's going on with uh, well, all these name changes? And I said, her, her union's going around um, scouring online to dox people um, who are not uh, stepping in line with what uh, the union is demanding, is demanding of them. It's like, hmm. And because I'm a part of, of a union because of uh, my membership, I expected some kind of things going on, but never did I imagine that it would come to this. So... <clears throat> Um, they try to address this in the Association of Realtors. Like, uh, what about, uh, where is it? Political. And, 
uh, my does the standard practice restrict my ability to freely express my political and religious opinions? Uh, NAR has clarified that to violate Article 10 as interpreted by Standard of Practice 10.5, a realtor must say something that is truly offensive and intimidating to a person because the membership in a protected class. Saying something that is merely controversial or politically incorrect is not a violation of the, cl- the Code of Ethics unless it includes harassing speech, hate speech, slurs, epithets that target protected classes. Political and religious opinions that are expressed by members in a specific manner, in a respectful manner, will not be actionable under the Code of Ethics. Tell that to everybody that has issues with Christians. I'm a Christian. I'm already hated by a lot of people. And as soon as I'm a conservative, I'm hated by almost all the other people. So I need you to tell me how me being me isn't a violation. So again, I ask those of you at the head of the board of directors of the local chapter, of the state chapters, any state, and the national associations of realtors, and the new president, how do you intend to police this? Because apparently, whether I renew my license or not, my days are numbered. Because you're telling me that if you don't like what I post on my social media, if I don't walk on, on eggshells on everything that I do, I'm in trouble, whether it has anything to do with real estate or not. That's my main issue, that you're trying to control me now, and I won't be silenced. That's it for this one. I will see you on the next one.